talking to me? You talking to me? There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? <laughs> what an idiot! Well, what do you expect? I'm the movie moron. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Don't call me stupid. Oh, right! To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people! I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> man, you are one pathetic loser. No offense. <laughs> no, none taken. Yes, I am the movie moron, and yeah, no, no offense taken. <laughs> Take two, part two. Um, yeah, this week we are going to be doing uh, a horror movie, and that horror movie is called X, <laughs> and I have no idea what that means, um, and I didn't know what it meant before the movie. You um, don't know what it means now? I kind of know what it means now. I mean, okay. I get the implications of what it means now, but okay. before I had no idea. And if you haven't seen this movie, you probably also have no idea. Because I saw a trailer and still had no idea. But, uh, nonetheless, I'm your host, Easton, uh, the more movie moron himself. Uh, and with me is my uh, practical co-host. Yo, 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 what's good, people? It's good to be back here in the studio. Yep, and he's out of it, so if he rambles. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, He's fine now because we're recording. Yeah. What? Everyone who's listened to more than five podcasts know what I mean by he's out of it. Listen, Brandon, I, we're talking to you. Listen, I've been good this whole time. I feel great. <laughs> uh, also with me is the uh, all-time guest, Tristan, my wife. Aloha. Always switching it up, doing something weird. I mean, hello and goodbye. Yep. <laughs> bringing Hawaii into this movie for some reason. That's right. Uh, and Represent. then first... Oh. Sorry. <laughs> And then our first time uh, guest, uh, Sammy. What's up? Uh, friend of ours. And uh, decided to go to the movie with us. Decided to go to the movie with us. And uh, apparently has enough to say about the movie. We'll see. We talked a little bit about <laughs> it afterwards. And she is not a horror movie fan. God, no. Which <laughs> made it interesting. Mm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're just going to go into general thoughts of... X. And so we X. usually start with Trevor, and I think we'll continue to do so. Trevor, what do you think? Start with about me. X. Okay. Yeah. I uh I had pretty low expectations for this movie. I hadn't seen a trailer. I had only seen the poster. Um and I was pleasantly surprised with it. I think this movie and not to put too not to get too like specific, I guess. I think this movie is really self-indulgent, and it kind of takes you out of it a little bit. It took me out of it a little bit, and we'll talk about that more as we go on. But overall, I did have a good experience, and I, I think that uh, I think that it did what it set out to do well. And that's my general thought, Easton. <laughs> <laughs> I think a good experience is a weird way to phrase this. If you don't know anything about this movie, uh, and you're thinking about going and watching it, 
Uh, there is a lot of nudity. So boobies, lots, lots of boobies, lots of boobies, and one penis. Butts. Just the shadow of a penis. No, there was an actual penis. There was one, and it was there, dead in the basement. Oh, two penises. With a little bit of spoiler there. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I thought. I'd, yeah. Thought about it afterwards. <laughs> so. I mean, it is a horror movie, so you do expect dead people at some point. So, yes, dead penis and shadow of a penis. <laughs> Ew. That sounds like trading cards. Hey, man, I got dead penis. Do you have shadow penis? Because I'll trade Ew. You. <laughs> I was going to say it sounds like a band. The dead penis and the shadow penis. Honestly, I could see it. That's, yeah. that's disgusting, guys. Welcome to metal. To be fair. <laughs> I was just going to say it's heavy metal. This whole movie is kind of disgusting. Yeah, so just just that's, <laughs> just know that going into it. This movie is gross. It has a lot of nudity. Mm-hmm. It's very gory. It is very much uh, over-the-top slasher, gory, horny 70s horror movie. So True that. Yeah. Tristan, what were your general thoughts? Okay, here's the thing. I really enjoyed the um, <clears throat> cinematography mm. of it. Like I liked the I, effects oh, that they so used. Good, right? I liked the yeah. You get to see titties did, in all like, the angles. The sp- that's no, not, not what I mean, Easton. I like this when they split the screen. Yes, and had like, mm-hmm. and then when Impactful. they were like switching back and forth. Iconic. I really liked that stuff. Beautiful. I thought it was very cool. Elliot Rocket. He is the guy who was in charge of cinematography. In charge. Is of it where to my character? I'm trying to talk. Sorry. <laughs> Elliot see? Rocket in charge of cinema- cinematography <laughs> for this movie. <laughs> I told you she. I told you he was out of it, man. I tried to warn you. Listen, I've said I've had nothing but good takes on this movie. Anyway, I really liked that part. I See, did. Um, I like the cinematography. However, I did not like the weird mixture shot stuff. I really liked it. I, I, I liked like when it was side by side. I didn't like the side, but by side I didn't stuff. like the flash back yeah. and forth because I didn't feel like it added anything to it. Yeah, I that, really liked it. I didn't like the flash stuff, and there were a couple. Back and forth, like uh, split screen stuff, like just showing the like I think it was supposed to show just some visual visualizations of how similar they are or mm-hmm, whatever. Not to mm-hmm. get too much into it, but there were other times that it just felt out of place. Yeah, like it was it was like forcing the matter where mm. it fit sometimes, and it was just dumb other times. I liked but, it ever all the time. I'm interested to I see thought it was cool. what other parts you guys are talking about. I only remember one side by side scene and I understood what they were trying to do with it, which I thought it landed, but I I can't think of any of the other side by side things. Yeah. We went and watched this uh, a few hours ago. Trevor watched this on Friday. Friday night, baby. Ah, 10:30 p.m. <laughs> Cuz I'm a late night movie watcher. That's when he watches all of his movies. Better believe it. <laughs> So, um, now it's time for our guest that hates horror movies. That's true. So, what, I, what, did, what were your general thoughts as somebody that doesn't watch horror movies? Um, I think, like you guys said about the cinematography. <laughs> she can actually say it. Um, I think that kept me interested the whole time and kept me engaged. Uh, although I did feel the need to look away during some of the more gory parts. Yes. Um, the rest of the time, I felt like there was a plot that I wanted to follow along with. So um, it was very interesting. It's, it's hard to say that it was enjoyable necessarily, yeah. but um, I didn't hate it. And it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. So. <laughs> it did have a really interesting story mm-hmm. uh, aside from the horror part, 
Yeah. And the thing that's kind of weird is the horror part was kind of the worst part. Agree. Yeah. Like the story was interesting. Right. And then the horror, like, it kind of felt like it was forced into it to make it a horror when there was an actual decent story. Well, I don't want to say decent because I have some stuff that I really hate about the story, but. Um, I think so too. I feel it like it intriguing. came out of left field. Like, I kind of forgot it was supposed to be a horror movie in the beginning. There was a very cool thing they were doing that I was really enjoying, but then they leaned almost too into it, and the horror part of it, like, detracted from it. Um, so I agree with you. Yeah, I, th- I think if there wasn't any, like, horror... St- can I say slasher? slasher okay, yeah. if there weren't any, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, slasher parts in it, I feel like this movie could have been... They could have, like, leaned into the creepiness of it. Yeah. And not so much the slasher horror gory stuff. Yeah. it. I feel like it could have been very, very cool. Because the creepy stuff was well done. Yeah. Because, yeah. although, like... We all think that the story part of it was really cool. The eeriness of knowing that it's a horror was done well before it turned. Mm-hmm. Before into, anything really happened. Yeah, which we don't want to get into like when that kind of happens. But which yeah. I think is in part thanks to the cinematography. One scene in particular that I still I'm thinking about even today. I was thinking about it a couple times, um, which I'm not going to say now. But shots oh. like that. I think you guys people? know what I'm talking about. But shots like that are what give this movie the creepiness before the horror part. I have no idea in. what you're talking about. I think the... I, I'm sure as soon as I say it, you'll be like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think the sound and music really helped I like the music in this movie. Your expectations I thought the sound was pretty it. standard for horror. I don't I, think it was anything. I did like it, but I think there are a couple points where it was like, okay, we get it. We understand what's <laughs> coming. <laughs> you don't have to foreshadow it with your music. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do think it was kind of... It was definitely pulling from original slasher oh. horror movies of <laughs> of um, the very predictable nature of what's about to happen. Yes. Um, your old slasher is always like you knew what was going to happen in the next scene. And like that's what the horror was is you knew what was going to happen, but it's going to happen anyways. And we've kind of turned away from that horror now because we've just seen so many horror movies that then it just becomes boring. So we want something that, uh, uh, something, yes. your expectations, uh, subverts, sub- yeah, subverts your yeah. expectations. And this movie does not do that for the most part. There are definitely things the, that the are not like aspect of this, I think does not is very, like yes, very, very uh, formulaic. yes. Um, but the movie in itself is not formulaic, right? It's very different. It's um, very original. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think I think original I, I like use I'm gonna use that term in terms of like I think you guys are probably will agree. So the the premise of this movie, I mean if you read any description of it, is some young adults are gonna go make an adult film yeah. on a farm. And I mean slasher films and those kind of horror films in general have a trope that they're very sexy, they're you know, very you know, there's usually topless women. There's usually sex to be had in those kind of movies. So it's almost <laughs> like they they 
saw that and were like, well, I mean, why hide behind it? Why make it a trope? Let's just make it a point of the movie. And in doing that makes the story a little more original. Uh, yeah, I was talking to mom because she's like, what movie are you doing for the podcast? Because she's great and she listens to it all the time. And um, I said, we're going to see X. And she was like, oh, is that that movie where those people are making that porno? And I was like, <laughs> what? She knows that. I hadn't, yeah, I hadn't read anything about it. And I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> I also didn't even know that. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, mom was telling me about the movie. That was funny. Okay. I like that it, it was set in the 70s, right? Yeah. 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 I like that. I think too. that um, helped the story. I like the vibe. The seven days vibe. You like the porno vibe? So, that's not what I meant. Yeah. Oh, you weren't talking to me. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was a yoke. That was a joke, people. I am the joke maker. Anyway. The jokinator. The jokinator. I'll be back. And I, I'm back. Gosh. Okay. It's two references in one Terminator in and the office. the office. Okay. Okay, well, do we have anything else when it comes to non-spoiler stuff? Or are we just going to skip right over? I Please go ahead. Okay. It, it is a good horror movie. And it's something original that we haven't... Like, a lot of the stuff that we've gotten recently have all been... Uh, we've gotten a lot of sequels. A lot of things that just feel like this same stuff that we have had in the past. That Yeah feels weird but like scream yeah i was like i feel like scream is the biggest horror movie we've had in a little bit um and i really can't think of another one i'm sure that we've we've had some i don't think we want to count the daily wire one that we watched it wasn't really a movie in general but uh (laughs) it was just so small but i don't know it definitely felt original and i was definitely enjoying like the first hour of the movie i was enjoying it and there was just something that there were a few just plot points that hit that really took me out of it and made me dislike everybody in the film. Hmm. And it, this has kind of been something that's rehashed with me in a lot of movies that if I don't find at least a couple people that I like, I, I can't get into a movie. I have to either connect or like hope good happens to somebody or like have some sort of connection to any of the characters for me to have at least a little bit of enjoyment and, there was some stuff here that made me dislike almost everybody. And so that kind of made it hard to like care what happens to them or care about. And if I don't care for any of them, then I don't really care about the movie in general. Cause yeah, who cares? So yeah. I, uh, also this has nothing to do with anything. I've had a crush on Brittany snow since pitch perfect came out. So this movie was great for me. What about hairspray? She in hairspray? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, I don't think I like was aware that that's who that was at the time. And seeing her in Pitch Perfect, that was where my crush on her developed. So. Well, I mean, you she got titties in this one, so. You, you know Are what? you just saying that because you get to see her tits, or? I mean, pff, listen. The They're on oh the display um, from the start, so. Not the so, start, but. Through the plus. shirt. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, speaking of the actors, though, or actresses and actors. What, number one, discount Matthew McConaughey was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> number two, uh, 
I, is, is this another reference like uh, Meth Damon that I just don't understand? Or are you I just, just making a joke was, now? You just I made it up. Was, it is a joke. Yeah. I okay. thought he was Matthew McConaughey at first, too. Yeah. And, and I, I had to really look at him. Yes. I kept it waiting for him to go, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, Jenna Ortega. I My thoughts on her is the only... I mean, we saw her in the Fallout. We saw her in Scream, the, re, the reboot. Um, I hate her fans. I hate them so much because if you look on Letterboxd on the reviews, there's reviews that are just Jenna Ortega over and over again and they give this movie five stars. Or they're like, Jenna Ortega is queen of horror. And I'm like, she's not even a main character in this movie. She's a support in a supporting role, but you are focusing everything on her. Now, that being said, I so going into that, I was kind of feeling a little ill toward her because of that fan base. Yeah. This movie has shown me she is a good actress and she does a good job with things. And I think she was, I think she was, her acting was good. I, her character is a different story, which we'll get into in spoilers, but I thought her acting was good. And I was like, okay, now I understand. It's not Jenna Ortega that I don't like. It's her fan base. Um, anyway, I just wanted to share that about the actress, I guess. I don't know where I was going with that. Guess what? I'm rambling again. Cool. Sorry. Recommendations. I don't, I don't love her in general. I mean, I think she's fine. But there are people that go that are crazy for like BTS level of Stan. Probably not quite, but I really like Jet. I really like her. I liked her a lot in the Fallout, and I liked her a lot in uh, Scream, which are the only two movies I've seen her in until this. This was actually my least favorite of her films, and it may just be because she was not a main character, and so like every other one, she was kind of a focus, and in this, she's she's not. And it could just be the character that she's playing that made me not like her as much. But um, her acting in this is much more passive and just shyish character that's in the back. Mm -hmm. And I guess she plays it well. Um, but there's just not much there. Like it's not uh, it's not her acting well. It's just her, it's just a a face that everyone knows, and that's pretty. That's in the background. And they I the movie from what I could see. It seemed like this movie, I can't remember specific points right now, but I remember thinking during the movie, they know that the fans are going to like Jen Ortega. This is why. Oh, I remember what it is now. We all have to, I'll mention it in spoilers, but they're like, the, we know that she is a strong fan base. We're going to use her where we can. Well, I don't think they knew that going into making this because her big fandom started with Scream. And that just came out. I know she's been in stuff before that, but like that was like her biggest movies were the Fallout and Scream back to back. Were like, I feel like um, she has just such a young face. Like she looks so young, and she plays a high schooler in the other two movies. So it was weird to see her in like uh, as an adult. Supposed to be an adult, <laughs> if that makes sense. In, in the context that in she's the, seen. Yes, in. yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm sure that we didn't uh, watch this movie. Um, I don't know if you have, but Studio Six Six Six. She was also in. I didn't see. Oh. Okay, and then she was also in looking at a little box, uh, the babysitter killer queen. So like, I just hmm. she's probably called the queen of horror because that's like All her main does. stuff yeah and the fallout was the one thing that was different from that so but it still dealt with like 
Way over things. Over proportion. Is that what you mean? What? Like it's her whole fandom's getting over. No, I mean like that movie still dealt with something dealt that with happens. That yes, you could qualify as a horror. Yes, thing. that's what I'm trying to say. I. Okay, I, I think that makes sense. Another, and this is the last thing I'm gonna say. I think I'm gonna drop it. I, I'm even a little sorry I brought it up to begin with. Uh, so when you're looking at actors, I'm gonna get on a soapbox. Sorry, when you're looking at actors, the well, way you can tell a good actor from a bad actor is when you see that actor, which was a little bit of my problem with George, John Tortuga or whatever his name is in the Batman. I saw him, and all I saw was that Butler guy from Mr. Deeds. When <laughs> you, when you see. A, a character, it shouldn't make you think of other things that they've been in. They should be acting well enough that you can you can differentiate between those characters. And when I see people post things and they're like, oh, it looks like Jenna Ortega really does like her elevated horror or whatever because they're quoting whatever that the Scream movie she was in, that's not good acting then. Or maybe they're, they're perpetuating onto her because they've seen her. You shouldn't be looking for that though. You shouldn't be watching this movie just because this actress that you like is in it. Great that you are, but don't judge it based solely off of that. You need to judge it for the entirety of the movie, not just because you're a Jenna Ortega stand. Okay, that's the last thing I'm saying. I'm not going to say anything more. If I start, please hit me, Tristan. You know, I'm going to fight you on that because Great. every Ryan Gosling movie is a five out of five. I you was about fight to say, me on that. we watched a lot of Ryan Gosling movies because Ethan likes Ryan Gosling. That's I'm saying. All. He's great, and everything that he's in is amazing. Tell me one miss. Okay. Tell me one. Tell I me don't one miss. Is La it La Blade Runner 2049? <laughs> what? <laughs> he said La La Land. I agree with that. Fuck off. That's amazing. <laughs> don't say that to me. <laughs> that movie's amazing. So yeah, boom. La La Land. Perfect. Blade Runner 2049. Perfect. Notebook. Perfect. Crazy Stupid Love. I'm all Perfect. done with it. Lars and the Real Girls. Perfect. Lars and the Real Girl is a wonderful movie. We're not talking about this anymore. <laughs> End of story. Okay. <laughs> well, nonetheless, I guess we can give our recommendations, then we can get to the spoilers. I guess we can give our recommendations. Trevor? Uh, twofold. No to general population. Don't go... I mean, this is... To be frank, totally frank with you, this is softcore porn for half of this movie. Which, to be fair... Not you if could, you, you close you your eyes. You <laughs> for you the could, whole thing. You can make, make the argument that most slashers like this are, but this one is straight up. This is a soft core porn for half of the movie. So the general population, no, please know what you're getting into. And if you're like us and we kind of have an idea of what it's going to, or maybe we're not, I don't know if you're like me and I saw what it was about and I was like, okay, I can handle this. Just manage your expectations. That's my recommendation. That's my recommendation. General population. No manage your expectations. I, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I remember when you guys asked me if I wanted to go and you said it's really messed up and then that was the only details that you gave. <laughs> um, I would say if you're looking for something that's really messed up, go for it. <laughs> yeah. I think if you're a horror movie fan, then you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. And so it's not a casual watch. No. <laughs> no. And most horror movies are not. And most horror movies have very sexual themes to them. I mean, that's just the way that it was grown up because horror movies were the outcast of movies. Like, most people were not allowed to watch horror movies, a.k.a. me, 
because they were bad in general. So they just threw everything in there. And, and a lot of times the promiscuous people, like that was a reason why they were getting killed. Like that was a, a part of the, the whole thing. Friday the 13th. Promiscuous yeah. girl. Also a huge theme in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, for real. And so, yeah, I definitely think it was worth, worth the watch, but yeah. So if you can deal with some nudity, then it's good. But if that automatically turns you off and you don't want to see boobs on screen, then do not because you will see boobs on screen a lot. Lots of boobs. And people legitimately having intercourse. Shadow penis and a dead penis. Yes. Not the band, the actual <laughs> anatomy. Yes. Okay. Well, I guess we'll, we'll uh, take our short little break. And then we will be back for the spoilers. So if you have seen this movie, which is probably only like 10,000 people, but if you are one of those, then you can stick around and uh, listen to us talk about the spoilers. All right. See you in just a bit. All right. We are back. Wow. We're back. Um. It's just rude at this point. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're back after the... uh, um, the break and we're getting into spoilers. <laughs> so if you haven't seen the movie and you care at all, uh, go ahead and just pause it and come back after you see this movie, even though I bet you most of you won't because of all the prerequisites that we put on this movie. But nonetheless, if you guys are here uh, to hear us talk about X and all the spoilers, because there are a lot, a lot of stuff happens. It's a horror movie. So there's always a bunch of stuff that happens. So um, yeah, let's just get into all of the gory details of this movie. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what did you guys think about grandma titties? Oh, I, I, I didn't like them. I'm glad we didn't have any close-ups of them. No, I don't understand why it's a horror genre now or a horror trope now that old people are gross and we should be scared of them. Yes, I agree with that. Like, was it it too that has the all, grandma? Yeah, it crawling too, it's uh, didn't like that. The visit and the visit. The visit. Ugh. <laughs> I love the visit. I think you might change your opinion if you ever watch the taking of Deborah Logan. <gasps> oh yeah, that too. That's a good movie. Are you talking me specifically? Well, you just said you're tired of the trope of old people. Yeah, I think it's scary. just I watched it with you. Oh, okay, yeah. well, whatever. But I think it's just old people give off creepy vibe. Like it's so easy to make them look creepy yeah. and yeah. be creepy. And it works. Well, like, what other way to gross you the fuck out than grandma titties? <laughs> Let's just put it this way. The horrors of this movie are not your traditional. It's old man, when woman, sex, and those are the horrors. I guess not necessarily the slasher and the <laughs> creepiness. You guess what? I guess, and this is probably a, a dumb take or whatever, but I like. I feel like that's almost... And this is, like I said, no one probably is thinking this, but I, it almost has the opposite effect, I feel like. Because now instead of like, because sex should be a part of a healthy relationship. And this movie is showing us, I mean, yeah, there's other factors to it, but this movie is showing us, ew, old people having sex, gross. And like, it's it just seems cheap to me. I think it's mainly that she murdered a bunch of people well, and then fucked saying. her husband. Yes, that is. Yeah, that's <laughs> But like, I mean, that's it I still also, goes back to this whole concept of old people gross and creepy. But I think they played into making you emotionally buy into that with her like 
I yes. Wanting that the whole movie and then yes. them connecting. I think I, I, I think that still aided to that storyline. Yes. I understand that. I'm just tired of seeing it. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing that trope. Do something else. Wait, hold on a second. How many movies have you seen where old people are fucking? We just listed like four. No, having sex. I, I, not the sex part. Oh, okay. Just old people equal creepy in general. That's that's what I'm getting sick of. Mm. I feel like it's cheap now. I don't think it's going to go mean, away though because old people are close to death and that freaks people out. So it's, it's the fear of our own mortality. But also, Solid. then they're just saying that, like, so really any horror movie trope ever is just overdone because, like, it's a trope for a reason because it's scary. And so, like, you can't have dark rooms because that's a horror movie trope. You can't have uh, people in masks because that's a trope. You can't have Halloween He's anymore. just saying that he's tired of that one, okay? How dare he? He cannot have this opinion. <laughs> That actually leads into the one thing about this movie that I don't like the most is that it's super self-indulgent and I hate the whole, the slasher. What does that mean? So like it's ve- it, it makes fun of itself almost for how self-aware it is. Hmm. So like I of course now I can't think of any but I know the last line not to jump to the end but they find the video camera and they're like what do you think is on it? And he's like one bleepity bleep horror movie and like yep you did it. We're watching a horror movie. I thought it was funny. You did it. Good job. And then, uh, I of course, like I said, now I can't think of any others. But I remember at least like two or three where I was like, okay, that's really on the nose. I felt like the plot was kind of on the nose, though, because it's people making a porn in the 70s. Yeah. I didn't really have any problems with any of that. So... Oh, and then like, just the self awareness. But actually, that this this self, the first half of the movie, the self aware stuff, I kind of enjoyed. Like right before the horror stuff happens, RJ, the filmmaker guy, says, "Well, you can't just change the story halfway through." And then that's exactly what they do. And it, instead of this, <laughs> like you know, not horror esque. I mean, yeah, there's creepy elements to it, but then it turns into like a straight up slasher after that. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah, I I kind of don't like the fact that they went straight slasher. I yeah. think a more creepy esque horror would have fit. Agree. Just where they were going, instead of just two old people that just decide to go on murderous rampages because they're. I'm fine with what we got, but I do think there could have, like I said before, it could have, they could have made a very well done creepy movie without doing slasher stuff yeah so but i'm fine with what i agree i am fine with what we got so i think we got a good horror movie but the way that they had it set up i think it could have been great Mm. and they went a different direction with it which is fine i mean i guess if you're i mean if you write the story and you wanted a slasher movie that just twists on a like a on a straight dime um that's fine um and that's what we got um, it's just weird how like quote unquote deep the t- first forty five minutes was just to turn into a yeah. uh, slasher movie because the thing that makes elevated horror, which is the whole Jenna thing, uh, things that makes those is that it's not just slasher. It has a high concept idea beforehand. It's a mm. good movie beforehand, and then it turns horror because of whatever element you want to have. If you want to have a serial killer, if you want to have a um, 
alien thing. Um, if you want to have, you know, demon cultist or whatever you want to add in there, um, it adds to it. But the slasher idea kind of kind of takes away from it. Yeah. And I think that's why I don't think any slasher movie can really be that great because at the end of the day, it's just... It's just cut them up or slash them up. Yeah. 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 Uh, the cinematography we were talking about earlier, the shot I was thinking of is the, is the crocodile or alligator, whatever it was, mm-hmm. in, in the water. And actually, most of the shots when they first get to the farm, how expansive the farm is in the mm-hmm. shot and how small they look. Um, just like just to mm-hmm. show the expanse of space that's around them. And I, yeah, that's the shot that I still think about is when she's swimming in the middle of the lake. All we, seen is, all we see is green, almost solid water super opaque and then the dock and then she starts to swim and we see that alligator Mm -hmm. just swimming up and it's huge yeah i i really liked all the shots and stuff like that yeah yeah i think the second we on that scene specifically the second it panned up and showed Mm -hmm. a full lake I figured at some point we were going to see something in the lake. Mm. Uh, whether that was... Something in the water. A crocodile was the most obvious. Um, but the other things I was thinking is like you could also have a dead body like float... Yeah. Uh, like just like below off, the surface or something. Yeah, like off like where she's not going to see it. But it's like, okay, this has been eerie and creepy this whole time. Now I know mm. there something is something went down. here. Yeah, like this is legit. Yeah. This is legit, man. This is a legit horror, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Um, but yeah, I, I, and I didn't like how they, they ended up using the alligator later. I honestly didn't like most of the deaths in the movie. I didn't either. Mm. They were all pretty, like, just standard. I mean, and uh, I mean, everything they talked about, they talked about the alligator, and then they're like, be careful, there's an alligator. Okay, so somebody's going to get caught by the alligator. Well, my heart, you know, you know, I can't. You know, I can't make love to you, sweet Pearl, because of my heart. They, he dies because of a heart attack. Like, it's all very <laughs> by the book. From shooting Jenna in the face with a shotgun and then her spitting up blood, he has a heart attack. Yeah, right. Although, yeah, it seems like he should be used to that stuff by now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, none of that bothered me. Maybe I'm not uh, thinking about it as much as you guys. I, I feel like the deaths were either extremely sudden and then moved on or unnecessarily long. Like the I'd stabbing. The stabbing went on forever. It was <laughs> yeah. so long. Yeah. It was the first murder, though. But I, still, I know. And then after that, it was just... I thought she was going to have sex with it. I, I do. I, I did, too. I also yeah. thought that, too. I 100% yeah. did, too. Oh, and so we were Which, I mean, she kind of does, apparently. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Because she steals guys and then uses them for sex because her husband can't have sex with her. Yeah. I, uh, that's the soundtrack part I was talking about. So so the first, I mean, there's two ones. One of them I think works really well, and I think the other one's cheesy. The one that works really well is the landslide scene when they're, because it seems kind of like out of the blue left field, like, oh, now homeboy's playing a guitar and she's going to sing landslide for us because it's the 70s and Fleetwood Mac and, and woohoo. I liked it. No, I did too. I think that's the one that worked well oh. because then we get that's the side by side shot where we get the parallel of how Pearl is actually feeling in at the same time when they're singing that song. The one I thought was really cheesy is that when he drives away, Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult comes on. 
which is a song about not being afraid of death. And it's like, oh, here we go. It's about to happen. It's about to go down. <laughs> and then it did. And she stabbed him 23 times. <laughs> so also, just <laughs> drive around her. Yeah, dr- yeah, exactly. I would not have been in the emotional state to... Oh, when she ran her over? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. no, no. When he gets out, oh, the grandma's standing in front of him. The cameraman. Yeah. Just, I would have just been like... I had, See, but that's always my issue with horror movies and why I get frustrated with them because it's like, why are you doing that? I mean, I I have also thought that, but at the same time, we were also thinking of the movie as in these people are in a horror movie and in real life, you don't assume that you're in a horror movie. Right. Right. I actually, I thought that for the most part, the characters acted genuinely. I didn't, there wasn't a time where I was like, that I thought any of them made like, extremely stupid decisions just to, just to push the <laughs> They weren't mur- being completely yeah, stupid. Yeah, just to pu- push the murder part of it. Uh, you know? Excuse me, I'm sorry. The fucking producer guy looking through the holes in Dude, the Dude, I knew he was going to get stabbed okay, in the like, eye immediately. Like said, immediately. Yeah, but him, him walking into the barn <laughs> to look for his friend. That that's wasn't not, stupid. That's not stupid. But to look but through yes. the thing for so... Like, just open the door. Yeah. You're not going to see... If somebody was walking by it, you're not going to see it. Just open the door. Why? Yeah, I also knew. The The second I saw the three doors and him bend down, I'm like, like, oh, okay. Something's stabbing him through this hole. Yeah. And then when I saw that there was at least two prongs, I was like, oh, okay, cool. It was a pitchfork. None none of that crossed my mind at all. Really? And that's why horror movies work so well, Tristan, because it's all a surprise. She Mm. doesn't predict (laughs) any of it. You knew he was going to step on the nail, though, right? No. <laughs> Even when you saw the nail? It's Look, I saw the nail, and I was like, oh, no, don't step on it. And then he stepped on it. <laughs> no. It's right. The, the picture's on a box. It's a Japanese garden. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. I don't know why you guys are getting at me, okay? I can enjoy a movie when you guys just think about it the whole time. I don't but that's what I enjoy about the movie. Yeah, well, I was <laughs> thinking about the movie, the thing I wish we would have gotten more of, I don't mean to go off on that tangent, I'm sorry. The thing I wish we got more of is I really enjoyed the the addressing of religious the hypocrisy of religious people um, in terms of like I think so that's what I liked about it, uh, it the subtlety of it where they would you know they have this conversation about well sex is it's just a, it's just a, like you know where it's consent and it's it's a, a, as long as we're okay with each other and all that stuff and we, we do it because we enjoy doing it. And then to and then flash forward to, not flash forward, then look at Pearl and her husband, who are not having sex at the moment, even though Pearl wants to. And when they do, they're like talking dirty to each other, or she's like talking dirty to him. And like it's it's this kind of, you know, intense moment. But on the other hand, they're calling these people whores and you know, other name every name are in the book or whatever. So I like that kind of discourse a little bit. I think they went way overboard. With the with the uh, evangelic, yeah, like you know, the the Jenna Ortega's character takes her cross necklace off before she does it. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of just like uh, religious symbolism, like in the thing that that they're just ignoring, or you see them like consciously put it away. And then that's another line that you know I thought was a little too much was when when she's driving away and she's like. 
praise the bleeping Lord. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you already, we already get it. You, you don't have to keep hammering this home. You had an opportunity to handle this so nuanced and so well. And you didn't because you were afraid that we weren't going to get your stance on whatever it was you're trying to make a stance on. I thought at the beginning, the uh, TV angelical person, whatever it's called, um, evangelism. Is that televangelist? TV evangelist. I can say that, but I can't say freaking cinematographer or whatever I was trying to say earlier. Yeah. Um, at the beginning, when they first started doing that, I thought that was interesting. Like, I liked the whatever thing that they were doing between the t- the the story and that uh but then it it felt like it was happening too much that was the only thing for me about that i liked the not the only thing exchange in the gas station when they were talking about it and Mm -hmm. he was like not everyone feels the same way about sex or something like that and the clerk was like (laughs) yeah (laughs) i thought that was kind of yeah what did you think about the main character being the daughter of the pastor that was teaching on the evangelical thing. I like that. I think that was another thing. It was just too shoehorned. I think they should have left it at that. I think that should have been the final scene. Oh, this is why she is the way she is. That's why she's saying that thing she's saying about the life mm-hmm. she deserves. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why she's saying that. Now we understand why she's there. You know, and they should have just left it at that. But they had to keep, you know, pushing past it. Yeah. I think that would have been a good wrap up scene. Yeah. It brings it full circle and then mm-hmm. closure. Yeah. And it shows why there's a TV evangelist constantly on every TV mm-hmm. in the town. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but it does. That also does just fit Christian South seventies. Mm-hmm. Like there's three, four also, channels like and super one big. of huh? TV evangelicals were really big. TV evangelist. Yeah, and you only had a few channels back then. Yeah. Like this is the seventies, late seventies. So televangelist. Like, yeah, there was That's only one. <laughs> right now we have 20 or whatever that you can listen to. Yeah. Back then there was only one, and so it makes sense that they're all listening to this one. It was weird that it was the same sermon over and over again. But yeah. 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 Mm. So I kind of mentioned earlier um, the the I, I thought that the, the film used in Ortega. The reason I say that is because well, first of all, you know, we, we you talked a little bit about earlier, Easton, that there are certain characters and things that seem to turn on a dime. And I definitely think her character is one of those people. We see her. Lead- I don't think. Let her me finish. Char- okay. We see her <laughs> leading up to it because she does. We see her lingering eyes. We see her, you know, being involved in the situation. So I don't think it was surprising. I think it was good for her character. But it was almost like, well, we just need her. We just need her to, to do this so that RJ has a reason to leave, um, so we can start the string of murders, um, and and I'm probably and now that I'm saying it out loud, I, I realize I'm reading too much into it. But I was like, in the movie theater, I was like, of course it's Jenna Ortega because now it's like they can they can look at it as like she's taking control of her life and she doesn't need no, even though he does make a comment earlier and he does seem to be very controlling. It turned. It almost seemed to me like it turned into this. Yeah, Jenna Ortega doesn't need no man. She can do. It's her body, and she can do what she wants. Now that I say it out loud, I realize that that's a stupid take. But that was how I felt in the theater at the time. Yeah. I mean, that is kind of how they make you feel. And uh, and I don't know if like this was the purpose or not. But in all reality, it was just emo- or emotional manipulation by everybody else gaslighting mm-hmm. her into doing it. And like, obviously. She's not perfect because she was 
doing sound system for it in the first place, which I mean, whatever, but then is like into it. Yeah. And like, obviously does want to be a part of it when she has a boyfriend right there. And it was obviously uncomfortable with it. Not uncomfortable with, uh, all of it in general. Right. Her, he bit but her, her, yeah. her participation. Yeah. I, yeah. And I say uncomfortable. I'm not justifying the way he acted toward it because he was very blatantly like, no, you don't get to say it at all. I'm, I'm saying I'm speaking for you right now. And the answer is no, not that I'm okay with that, but the uncomfortableness. Yes. I don't know. I'm, I, as a boyfriend slash husband, like, I don't feel like it's wrong for, uh, somebody in the relationship to be like, this is a, something I'm not okay with you doing. And I think having sex with another person is not a weird thing to say that you're... I think the problem with it is that they didn't have a conversation about it. He just made the decision for her. He didn't say how he felt. He didn't well, but say... she also made the decision for the both of them. That's first. what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm... Camera's on me. But that's what I'm saying. Is like she said, I want to do it without talking to him about right. it at all. And he's like, excuse me. No. Like we're, we're together. Mm-hmm. This has never been an option before that we just see other people. That kind of stuff is usually brought into the conversation before you just do it 20 minutes later. I uh I wish because of their whole like argument or whatever, I wish that um we had gotten them together more. Like more scenes with them. I just together. wish that they weren't boyfriend girlfriend. That yeah. would have just made the movie so much more enjoyable for yeah. me. Maybe like he was just interested in her and then she yeah. makes that, she yeah. makes that statement yeah. and he's like, oh, I don't want you to I do kept that. forgetting that they were together because yeah. I, yeah, there was no kind of connection made. She, yeah. no, she should, he should have just been director's guy, whatever, and then she was just a paid sound girl and mm-hmm. then she's like, oh, fuck, this is hot. I'll, I'll, I'll join in on this. I don't want to just be the sound person. And like maybe they had flirted a couple times. That would have made the movie so much more enjoyable. Yeah. I'm just now processing this because we just yeah. watched it. But watching the movie, when that whole scene happened and she was into it and then like just straight up, okay, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and fuck this other guy even though we're dating. And and, and also make you film make, it. Make you film it. Like, he's obviously not a cuck and you just fucking made him one. Unwilling. Like, that's... And, uh, and it drove him to leave. Yeah. And I guess get murdered, but... Yeah, so did I, she, so it's okay. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so did she. So. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know, that definitely took me out of the movie for quite a while. Because then I just didn't like anybody. Like, I didn't mind most of the characters in the movie for mm. the most part. Because, like, not saying I, whatever, about the industry stuff. But, like, they all seem like nice people. And yeah. Like, I liked uh, Brittany Snow's character because... She was confident and like that's just what she did, yep. she and was, she, she didn't was... like she had a boyfriend. And her boyfriend was doing it too, and that they well, boyfriend, whatever. <laughs> like, Sometimes <laughs> they, whatever it was, they were both okay with it. Yeah, but you know? that's the thing; they were both okay with it. Yeah, I'm not cool. talking about that. Know, I'm I talking know. about her character. I was just reiterating. Yeah, and I think that scene does a much better job of if. if if the scene that they were trying to do, and uh, there's two ladies in the room, and I, I don't, I'm not trying to speak for anybody, but if the, if the idea for the scene with Jenna Ortega where she does say she wants to be in the scene is supposed to be a kind of woman empowerment thing, I think the scene with Brittany Snow and Kid Cudi works much better 
when they're when she's talking about acting and he's like look at me i'm the best and i you know i could do these things to you and she's like can you though like yeah i, agree. I thought that was a much better or it, it seemed to work better yeah the the general ortega scene seemed more like demeaning towards women in my opinion it was like mm-hmm. a like you see a guy with a big cock you want to get fucked by it and that's not very like that's not very empowering. Like, I, whole thing about empowerment is like you're yourself and you want to explore and be with the people you want to be and like whatever. Well, and I think that's why the Britney Snow character lands so well because yeah. like her mission and her actions match each other. But yeah. I like that mission and action. Like so. being the church mouse the whole time, whatever, and then yeah. all of a sudden being like, sudden actually, like I want to get fucked on camera. Like that's a that's a big flip. That's not just like yeah. well, I was kind of thinking Preach. about it and maybe I'll like see other people. No, that's like. Just going I straight to a hundred yeah. <laughs> really quickly. Character motivation change. Yeah. And I also would have maybe been okay with it more if this is what I was expecting. It didn't happen, which pissed me off even more. But if she was like, I want to be in the movie, but I want to be loyal to my boyfriend can like we do a scene. That's what mm. that's where I thought it was going when she was originally like asking questions about it and getting more yeah. into it. I was like, oh, okay, well. Like that makes sense, like, but then she was like him, and I'm like, yeah, because it was okay. like, okay, maybe yeah. it's like it's kind of hot to have sex on camera, right? Like, that's the attraction, but it turns to just no, just getting to get fucked by big black dick. That's what's entertaining, mm-hmm. which yeah, really just turned me off altogether. Which was like 45 minutes in the movie, so I was pretty invested in liking it quite a bit, mm-hmm. um, and then I really disconnected from it but then they all got murdered so all but one yeah which i don't know how i feel about that i think that's all i have to say i kind of i think that i think they all should have got got this is the one movie yeah i usually like horror movies where somebody survives um if not multiple um but i kind of wish that all of them just died i honestly wish that Brittany Snow would have yeah. just pushed Grandma onto the lake. I thought, was, yeah. <laughs> I thought they were going to get into yeah, more of a fight than that, but yeah, I did too. That was a little disappointing that she just got. That pushed was into one the thing lake. that I did expect to happen. Hmm. Yeah. Justice for Brittany Snow. Yeah, that's also. <laughs> it was also just so weird how it just kept happening, where uh, the old lady just kept on being able to sneak by and stab and push and like. She's gonna be slow. Well, and what? And weak. What the hell about like Brittany Snow wakes up because the other girl screaming says the old lady is like in my bed, nude in bed with me, touching me. Old lady's nude running out of there, and then Brittany Snow's like, "Let me go help this lady. She's confused." Yeah. No. But, well, but, she did think she had like dementia or something. But still, it's that's so creepy. It, yeah. it, it's really creepy. But if you're thinking of it in a realistic sense, you're not the, assuming that there's a murder ninety year old. Yeah, she also it's said more likely, my, my aunt. aunt or, yeah, yeah. It's way more likely that like this old lady just has dementia. And she'll wander off. And at one point, when she was 30 years old, she used to sleep in this room. And so she's going to sleep in this room. And she's thinking that she's in the bed with this other person, but it's not. And that's total. That's totally normal. Yeah. Because um, I, I have, I've had a grandpa that had uh, Alzheimer's, and like they wake up and don't like they don't even yeah. know that they think they're in like legitimately they think they're in 1965. Yeah. Like, 
So like I I do. But get... then she started being mean to her. <laughs> she was like, "Look, lady." <laughs> but to be, but but that was when she realized like yeah. this isn't dementia. Yeah. This old lady's just a cunt and like. I don't know if just, I don't know if she used that word. I no, she did. Oh, I thought she did. She used a Someone word. Someone said it. She called I her a dirty old bitch. I remember that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember she used very explicit language at the at her. Um, mm. And I I remember the old lady just kept on calling everyone sluts, but yeah, or whores. Mm. She called yeah. Bernie so a bitch too. She what? She called her a bitch after she pushed her in. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. I thought I thought that wasn't. Uh. I feel not fancy enough to use this word, but juxtaposition between the old lady is like on some righteous, you're all sluts and you should all die because you just come to my farm to screw each other. But also she's just looking for sex the whole time and then is like a sexual deviant. And that's what I was yeah. talking about earlier with that, with that discourse of, yeah, she's exactly what you just said. But I also just think that's, I think that was just a, uh, I don't know the exact right word, but uh, that's the way a lot of people perceive people in that. The, the people that are overly uh, judgmental on mm. sexual people are usually the ones who are more demented than the ones that they're judging it, on. So I think it was supposed to be a uh, commentary on that. Yeah. because you, members of Congress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But everything. I mean, it's 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 priests, it's preachers, it's it's rabbis, it's Congress and people in government. I mean, they're always going to be they're over judgmental. Uh, some on, of them, huh? Some of them. Yes, yes. <laughs> but it tends to be the ones that are overly aggressive and judgmental on certain right. things. Right. Well, they it's, are it's that thing projecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guilt. like if they're super against yeah. gay, <laughs> they're ta- they yeah. are secretly homosexual or right. hiding yeah. the fact that they touch boy like whatever well, I, I think that just added to the depth of the movie though and yeah. so it made, made me want to think about it more i think that's they were trying to do a commentary on that and right. so she is a woman that's like wanting to murder these people for having sex and stuff but then she's also living out her sexual fantasies through them mm-hmm. and then legitimately kidnapping them and then raping them in their basement because her husband can't have sex with her anymore so well and the husband's just like all right just goes right along with it. Okay, we're going to murder these people. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I put one down in the basement for you. There you go. You're welcome. Yeah. Like, what do you guys want? You guys want us to oh, kill that man or not? Okay. okay. We're just trying to make you Dude, happy. Dude, I'm just commenting happy on life, how supportive life, he okay? is. I'm just commenting <laughs> on how supportive he is. Gotta do what you gotta do sometimes, man. So, with the name being X, uh-huh. she said multiple times that, uh, what's her name? Maxine? Mm-hmm. Had the X factor. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm assuming that's from. Yeah. I think it also has to deal with like XXX rated. Yeah. Well, right. yeah, but. But I think X factor is the main reason yeah. why it's. Well, and she's that. on the cover. I mean, she's on the poster. It's her with an mm. X and then the title X. And she's the only one that gets away. Does she use an X? I don't remember. No, just Jenna does. That's what I thought. That's weird. Which um, they showed. Uh, an axe in a log outside of the house and the introduction scene to yeah. the house, which I thought was going to get used. And it never did. And it was an axe mm. from the basement. <laughs> it was, I think it was just, that was the same axe. Just to be creepy. Well, that was the same axe that uh, Jenna used to break open the. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. And so I think it was just like a weapon that was used, but it did look like it was going to be an axe used to murder somebody. And it wasn't. Yeah. 
Okay, speaking of not completely stupid, but still kind of stupid, you have an axe. There's a door leading outside. Yeah. And you choose to go and not even yeah, I thought the break the do- side of the door that the handle is on. Right. But the one that's yeah. farthest away. Yeah. That, that was my biggest part is like if you're going for like break the actual doorknob lock area, not to the side and then stick uh, yeah, your hand I think through it. Was it supposed to be a shining reference. It definitely was. Yeah, but even still, it was like it's like, and okay. it's it's. I think it was kind of a shining Sorry. reference, but at the same time, <laughs> it's also the hand being free, like yeah, and then to off screen the, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the suspense of like, okay, the hand is in a vulnerable position. What's going to happen? Yeah. And also, you would definitely go for the door inside rather than the door uh, leading outside because that one's. Uh, hooked together by chains. Is well, yeah, but the wood you could chop. You, you could, would have to chop the whole thing apart. It, yeah, but it still is going to lead you outside to freedom. They, but her plan was, I can just chop a little hole, put my hand through, and unlock it. That's much. It well, takes then a she mu- needs to bulk up and get smart. <laughs> that, well, that's a that's a smarter, faster plan of getting out than chopping through a hole. Well, and also chopping up because the door is like, above you. It wasn't. It was like old and like there were it, it looked like it, there regardless. were holes in it it, it was happened and it was a stupid thing but i do agree that so it was weird that, that they she chopped on the side away from the oh yeah that was the thing that i was chopped like, next to the door handle? yeah what yeah the heck? like you're making yourself stretch through and maybe mm. not be able to reach it i thought it was going to be like she can't reach it and i'm like yeah i thought so just too. use the other side but okay <laughs> yeah okay well i guess that's about that's about it. Um, anyone? That, what's your favorite murder? Before we get into, oh, yeah, a bunch of blank. I mean, uh, I don't really know. <laughs> when I she ran Jenna out and got blown by the yeah, blown by yeah. the shotgun made me laugh. But uh, I think the heart attack because it happens for a stupid reason. That like was noise or something. probably the most predictable death to me, though. So oh, yeah, that's fine. I like it. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Easton? <laughs> As he's staring off into space, um, I think it was definitely the broken hip, run over. Was <laughs> <laughs> just just uh, the just the her using a shotgun and just getting blown out the door by uh, using yeah. a shotgun. That was pretty. Good. Was really funny. And then. Her breaking her hip, which I guess was foreshadowed because it said, "Yeah, but it was also still just funny." But also, you get blown out of the house (laughs) behind a shotgun, (laughs) and you're like, "Oh my hip!" (laughs) I was so pissed off. How many times they were like, "Oh no, my oh my husband has a heart attack! Help us! Oh, I have a broken hip! Help me!" Like you just fucking murdered four people. Literally, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I love. But nonetheless. And the the fact that she got run over was extremely pre- predictable when she was crawling out into the street. I'm like, oh, she oh yeah, just get ran over. Oh yeah, 100%. and then Tristan, <laughs> Tristan had no fucking idea. Oh, her head got That's crushed okay. like a water. Uh, yeah, you guys want to make me feel more like an idiot? Keep so, it coming. No. Keep it coming. No. It was just funny because like I, I like I was expecting it to happen, and then Honestly. um. She runs over and the head just squashes and Tristan goes, oh, like, <laughs> wait, you, 
Anyways, it was just funny because like I didn't have a reaction because I knew it was coming. Mm. And so you had a natural reaction from it because you didn't think it was happening. So it was just funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you get to have a little bit more fun with horror movies because... Not afterwards. You guys <laughs> keep making fun of me. <laughs> Don't let us... But influence. during it was great. Yeah, see? Whatever. Okay, well, let's get into <laughs> rating, ratings. Oh, shoot. Ratings. Okay, I'm ready. Ratings. Trevor. Four. Ooh. Oof, that was low. Three and a half. It's out of five, by the way, Sam. Oh, God. Okay, I was like, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. So I was like, that's a, not low. <laughs> half a star is the worst. Five stars is the best. So you can do okay. two and a half. You can do three and a half, four and a half, or four, three, or three. Popcorns, if you want. You can, you can rate it in. Yeah, I, I think three and a half. I don't know if I'm quite strong enough to say four, but it, it also wasn't bad. Like, I've seen worse. To be fair, movies. this movie, um, I almost rated this movie three and a half, but then I pushed it up to four. What made you push it? Uh, the alligators. The stuff we, the, the stuff we talked about, I, I just kept thinking back on the cinematography, and I oh, kept yeah. thinking about, back on the discourse about, you know, the, the hypocrisy and things. I did really enjoy that. Makes that makes me want to say 375. <laughs> I'm sticking with the three and a half. Okay. Go. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm stuck between three to three and a half, but I think I'm going to stick with three. There was just too much uh, moral stuff yeah. that pissed me off, and I think about that stuff too much when it comes to movies. Because I like movies that deal with ethical issues, and this one like dabbled in it and then just dove straight into the worst part of it instead of like... Because I think it had a decent like area to talk about the porn industry a little bit and kind of like how women feel and not feel on it. Instead, they're just like, nah, women are in it because they want to get, yeah, all of what I've already said, which I didn't like. So, uh, yeah, three. So that's X. Uh, <laughs> and our thoughts on, on X, a horror movie that we didn't know we were going to do until like two weeks ago. is getting a lot of steam right now. So if you guys are listening because you decided to go watch it, thank you guys for listening. Um, you can find uh, all of our previous episodes and everything at our website, uh, themoviemoronpod.com. So just go there. You can subscribe uh, on any podcast platforms that uh, you listen to podcasts, and you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel if that's where you're watching or listening. Thank you guys for watching our uh, beautiful, um, most of our beautiful faces. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, make sure to like and subscribe and comment. So uh, if you have any thoughts on uh, on the movie and you agree or disagree with us, we can kind of read and I will probably reply to you because we're still growing. So I like talking about movies, so I will reply. Okay, thank you guys for listening. Next week we're doing, I don't know, so stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>